Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about, what are we chatting about? February 7th through 13th, 2020. Oof, February. Not Valentine's Day. Not yet. So Don't close. talk about Valentine's so Day. Close. It doesn't exist here. We just came hot off of Eric getting in trouble for eating pizza. It's still happening. It's literally so hot, like the pizza I ate. Yeah, we went out for pizza last night. And by we, I mean, colloquially, I mean my father-in-law and my wife and randomly one of her coworkers. That's a whole other story. We don't have time for that one. But, you know, so we go for Johnny Farina's. We both get pizza. And she said, I'm... I'm wrong here. I'm going to say I'm wrong. I'm not saying this to justify what I have done, which yeah. is eat all the pizza. But as we ordered the pizza, she admitted she'd had pizza earlier that day, but ordered pizza again so that I would have leftovers the next day because usually she eats at uh, the, the cafeteria at work. So I guess I, I, you know, I was pretty sure that she acquiesced to me eating all the pizza, which is what I did. So I just, as I walked in the door here to do this podcast, she <laughs> messaged and was like, Oh, did you eat all the pizza? <laughs> and I, I did clearly, and so now like we're it's she's still texting right now like this is happening live, and I'm like I'm here like I can't help she's hungry now what the hell am I gonna do? But we we literally had to it was like a frowny face emoji and everything, so I feel terrible. I'm like can I bring something? Which actually means can I bring something in an hour when we're done this and I get home? So I got the uh, I said one piece. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. But LOL. So I don't know. Does the LOL let me off the hook? When you get a text that says, did you eat all the pizza? There's no good outcome to that. Especially when they're asking me that or maybe any of us because like it's pizza. Of course I ate all the pizza. Well, especially that she knows the outcome because who else could have eaten the pizza? And where the hell would it be? Like, honestly, you should say (sighs) Andrew ate the pizza. I mean, and that's plausible. (laughs) Like, oh, maybe I had brought a slice. No, that's see. Then she that's just weird. She would. I brought pizza for Andrew and Josh. (laughs) The worst part is last night after we got home, I ate two more slices. And so like she came into the living room and was like, oh, why, why is the pizza thing out here? And I'm like, oh, I was just eating some of it and then so i mean i I was doing victory laps on pizza eating today like i just oh i i didn't in conclusion you're a monster i know and like you know by the time she hears this it won't matter i I guess i don't i won't have a home anymore i guess (laughs) because of this pizza i can bring her some uh panago but like she won't be hungry then tell her text her now and say don't eat i will bring you home god I was sure. I mean, she said that thing, but maybe that was also just a bit, you know, like, I don't know that she, like, it's not funny, but like, maybe it was a bit like, she, oh, no, I, I think you should have just you. played yeah. dumb and been like, I didn't eat the pizza. I mean, I'm not even playing dumb. <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> it was a ghost. Playing. Oh my God. It was really good. I was, I honestly had people complimenting that pizza today at work. Like I was going by, I even brought a plate, which I don't, I don't do. I brought a full size plate so I can microwave it. And I was going around and there were at least eight to nine, eight to nine, like a huge <laughs> jump there. Eight to nine people who are like, oh, that smells good. Oh, what is that? Oh, I smell wine. I don't know what that person was talking about, but because it's like wood fired pizza, does it smell like wine? I don't know, but. It was well, it goes good. with wine, so it probably <laughs> That's what I thought. made the association. And it's a little, you know, I'm not trying to get off the hook here, but like it's not as good the next day. It's a little like floppy, you know? And so I actually found like I was rolling them like a cigar, you know, and like eating it like that. Not an important part of the story, but, uh, you know, it's just you got to do what you got to do when you're eating everyone's pizza. Those Havana pizzas are really good. Oh, yeah. God, I love pizza. I wish I was eating it right now. <laughs> Why isn't there any left? I even I had one slice left in the last hour of the day that I saved so I'd have the energy to come and podcast. Maybe, oh, can I get off the hook with that? Because that's 
like a business expense, maybe. Podcasting was more important than oh, her. God, well, no, yeah, you're right. No matter what, this ends badly. It'd they be good if she chocolate. was on a podcast doing like a he said, she said. Oh, no. Just talking about how you're a horrible person for eating all the pizza. Yeah. She'd be so surprised if I called her on speakerphone right now yeah. during the podcast. I'm like, so uh, what are you, there's other people here, so you can't be mad in front of other people. Oh, we got a call coming in. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll just get chocolate at Shoppers. I think they still sell that. Uh, that might help me. God. Say you have to wait. For a week because you want to get it cheaper. Yeah. And it's, you know, funny you should say that because we noticed that they had like a happy hour, half price thing going on at Johnny Farina's. I'm, I'm not trying to like advertise for them or anything, but we were like, you know, we work right by here. Why don't we ever like come here and do this? Like, is it because we were going with your father in law and it's like, so it's, he pays. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I order what I would pay for for myself, but, yeah. he, but he always pays. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. I'm like, oh man, we could come here for, we can afford it prices too. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? So anyways, I owe you one emergency pizza. One Signed, Eric. pizza. God. You get home, the locks are going to be changed. I know. Right before I leave for LA for a week and right before Valentine's Day. So this has gone well for me. I'm really killing it right now. Oh, yeah. what's in? Are you going to LA just to visit or are you going yeah. for a thing? No. I mean, if I find a thing, I'll do it. But it's mainly just to visit and kind of chill. I'm trying to think of stuff to do like i sometimes go to this place called dark delicacies it's like a cool bookshop but there's, they, all, there's uh, always cool stuff. podcast or live comedy yeah. or movies or oh i did that say, kind of stuff i told him last night i was like if you haven't seen star wars we should go see star wars because i'm now fairly convinced it's still got to be playing somewhere in la is it at the man's chinese theater I, what's I, it called now is cool. that what it's called i think i think so as far as i know i mean there's a theater by there so it must be called that but birds I, of prey will probably be there they, oh, that's God. the thing they, they they just play eh. like mainstream i believe well, I might have missed the uh, the boat on the Star Wars. Maybe you can go to like Quentin's theater. Oh yeah, oh that's true. I've they actually have... never. Been, I've been by it a bunch of times, but I've never been because it's like, well, it's usually sold out, or the timing's weird. Or you like, can go and be like, how do you stay in business showing these movies? I don't know. I guess you just have to be like super rich and not care. That's no. Thing. Like if he just keeps winning Oscars <laughs> and getting paid, then he'll be fine. If you see, I don't know, Andrew's a big Quentin fan, so you might keep on top of this more, but like the monthly program at his theater mm-hmm. is all double bills. And 30, lots of screenings of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like it's 30 to 40% movies that the average person would never go to, like weird, obscure kind of cult movies yeah, and like stuff. Old, yeah, obscure 60s, 70s stuff. And always a double bill. I'd love to go there. Yeah. Like, and always on film. So I, I guess I have to go on behalf of you guys. Is that what this is now? Yeah, yeah you should. I, he also plays Disney stuff on film. And I think it's just because he's gets he's Quentin Tarantino. Huh. I don't know. Like you'll see stuff like weird old Kurt Russell kid movies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, how is he playing that? Is like, it because, is it different if you like own the reels and it's not, you're not no. getting a DCP, you're not getting. Nope. Like, I mean, not, not for us, but like, I for, guess. Probably for him. Probably he just like, I'm Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to do it. But if we said. We're showing a 35 millimeter print of Tron. They wouldn't yeah. let us. They'd be like, you can't do that. You know, I, yeah. I mean, even as I said, it didn't seem to make sense, but it just, I don't know. That's, well, because like if it's something like that, like like uh, the computer wore tennis shoes or something or like more obscure where there's nothing, there's clearly no DCP, but there's also no like any, like no one should have this. It, it almost, I almost feel like they'd be like, well, shit, like the fact that you even own this, like sure you can play it. Like where'd you even find this? Ideally. But no, but yeah, and then there's these these real things like business and rules and rules. stuff. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, uh, I wanted to go when they were playing um, Silent Night, Deadly Nights, and I don't know, White Christmas or something. It was some some kind of like double bill. It was like one horror, one not horror. But it was that sells out like so fast, like obviously. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I'm, I, I need to check the schedule. Is uh, they do a monthly one, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Go check out like Upright Citizens Brigade. Mm-hmm. Gwen and I have gone to them in New York a bunch of times. Yeah. It's like improv and stand up, and mm-hmm. and this is kind of one where like famous people drop by, you know, that oh, kind man. of thing. And me. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I've seen like. Ben Schwartz, Tim Meadows, mm. Mike Birbiglia, all kinds of cool people at the New York one. So I think the LA one gets kind of cool stuff. Cool yeah. people drop by. Oh, you might be there. Jonah Ray and the Mystery Science Theater guys are doing a thing called shoot, what's it called? They're doing a new riff thing, but just okay. the three guys, no robots or anything. Yeah, that might be next week. Man, it should be called like Riff Randall, like uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Rock and Roll High School. God, it's like High School Confidential. No, that one's also great, but not the same. Man, no, I got, I'll, I'll check that out because it's a, it's a cool looking theater. I've never been in it, but like going by it, it's it's very neat. And it makes us feel good because we're way cooler looking than Quentin's theater. But Quentin's he, theater is like a little yeah square box of a thing. But no he's balcony. holding down the monthly schedule double bill thing that we can't. So it's like no. we, we're envious of that. But then yeah. you know U.S. dollars and stuff. I can't even. We'd we'd be dead in like three weeks up there. If God, we, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Just recently, someone came in. And they were really angry and angry. They just, they seem like the kind of person who are angry when they go to McDonald's or the bank or get on a bus, like just angry. And in a really angry tone said, where's your monthly schedule? And I said, we only program weekly. And they disagreed with me and said, (laughs) no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. And I was like, no, no. And in fact, it's been years and they were upset. And I was like, well, you know, like that's, we're about to play parasite for its 12th week yeah which is bonkers if we were programming monthly we wouldn't have been able to pull off that kind it's of it's really hard to explain no. that to people yeah yeah it's it's like no this is good for everybody because yeah imagine if we did a monthly schedule where and we booked one week of parasite and like three weeks of whatever dark waters exactly yeah <laughs> and then we then no that. one comes to see dark waters but we have to get through those three screenings that are already programmed to yeah. show parasite again should have done three weeks of john waters <laughs> i still can't choice. get over that our friends across town at the Bytown program two months at a time wow wow i didn't know that oh yeah two months at a time and so it's a lot of work but then they get two months off to not think about it but it's just that like How just that possible like, just the simplicity of us getting to Holdover, Parasite. Well, on our upcoming schedule from the 7th to the 13th, it's Bombshell held over for second week, Parasite held over for a 12th week, and Jojo Rabbit returning. That and really messed with me when you bumped the old Facebook thread of that one. And I was like, yeah. well, what is this old thread from <laughs> January doing here? Popped it up. Yeah. And it's like we get to do fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or at the 11th hour, every once in a while, like on a Monday morning, Lee will get the opportunity where somebody says, hey, do you want this? And we go, yeah. So it's really 11th hour, but that means that we get new films quicker. Mm -hmm. I've said this before, but like when something sad happens, we get to say like, oh, we're doing a Leonard Nimoy tribute or a Prince tribute. If we were in a one or two month schedule and said, oh, Prince just died. We can do a tribute in nine weeks. It kind of just doesn't feel (laughs) the same, you know? Still probably would, but it's still kind of sad. Yeah, but, the, the only thing I miss is just, I mean, and, and I think everybody is just like, they looked cool, the schedules. Like the monthly schedule, yeah. it was an event and it was neat. You know, you fold it out, you put it on the fridge, whatever. Sure, like that's that's cool. But you know what else is cool? It's like getting <laughs> new stuff every week. Making profit. Yeah, yeah. And more importantly, so like, geez, just think all that parasite cash we wouldn't have. Well, yesterday, so today's, so yesterday, Tuesday afternoon, it's a weird week this week because we have 
OFS in the Ottawa Film Society. So they mm-hmm. eat up our seven and nine o'clock shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Literally. And, and, yeah. Literally. and then Parasite eats up the rest of yeah. the, the early programming, I guess. But on a Tuesday afternoon in its 11th week, Parasite got 60 people yesterday. Man. And at a matinee, like when most people are at work or school or whatever. That's, it's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. And it's funny because like when I was in Seattle, I made the schedule, the work schedule, and it was too late to fix. But, you know, I get sent the box office at the end of the night and it's like, what, 180 people on a Wednesday in its ninth week? Like that doesn't make sense. Weird. So then I kind of made a couple emails and was like, Andrew, can you come in and back up the candy yeah. bar on one day? Like, yeah. I didn't know like, you were doing this long distance. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess micromanaging. I, I never stop. I, like, somebody <laughs> said the other day, very nicely, was like, asked if I was the manager and I said, oh, I'm one of the co-owners because they asked how many days a week I was in. And I said, I'm one of the co-owners. And they said, oh, well, then you really just never stop working. And I goes, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I wake up and do tweets and I answer emails and I come here. And yeah. and then in my spare time, I come here to watch movies. So, yeah, I'm just always here. Yeah, you're always consuming content or working. Yeah. So that's that's kind of your whole life, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> and even, even, like, fun stuff, like when I'm out of town or when I've a couple of years ago, Gwen and I went to a film festival in Philadelphia, and so I'm on their mailing list, or the Rio Theater in Vancouver on their oh, yeah. mailing list, and just even just looking at that and going, oh, they got that cool movie, I wonder mm-hmm. if we can get it. So it never stops. Yeah, It's like the way you're always looking at Nick Cage movies and trying so to get true. us to get them. I know, and, and it always works. I mean, always. We have been profitable on the last three, at least. I don't know. Can't yeah. the one before that. What was he up? It was, Mandy well, mom and Co- dad did well. Oh like, yeah, like mom and dad as well as uh, Mandy and. Um, well, I think it's Solar like if he Space. if he makes a horror film, it does well. Pretty much, yeah, because it's we've already got like our niche horror fans. Yeah, kind of just come out for whatever. But like then there's the cage element, which would be a good name for a movie he could be in as well. But if we showed like running with the devil, yeah. do you think anyone would come to that? That which I is kind of doubt it. Too bad. Well, maybe like, that was one of the better direct-to-video ones. I mean, I'm st- I'm always going to call stuff direct-to-video. Well, that that's the debate exist. of this guy who wants to do a cage fest is will people come see Moonstruck yeah. or Raising Arizona as much as they would to come and laugh at Nick Cage versus, you know, it, it's tough now. Yeah, it really is. And, and, and it's, you know, there's just And he so is a good content. actor. That's the thing. Like, people kind of like to laugh at him ironically, sure. but they forget, no, he is he is a really good actor. Yeah, and, it's, and, and what I'm finding is, like, there's both now because Color Out of Space, he was intentionally hilarious as well as acting well. You yeah. Know? Like, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a comedy, but it also was at times. And, like, that's what I, it was a dark comedy, I guess, in some ways. And and so it, that's, that's the weird thing because it, a lot of people, you're right, are forgetting that he's a legitimately good actor, an Oscar-winning actor. Yeah. But he also has a great sense of humor, and he plays to the material, and he can be hilarious in a non-hilarious movie. Yeah. So, but then there are also people who do just kind of laugh at like whatever he does, no matter what it is. So I'm like in the middle of like I can't. I just love the guy. Like I love just watching him act. You know. So it's it's hard not to get caught up in that and think of other great films he's done. But yeah. A friend of mine came to see it, and very true, he said. It was frustrating at times because there was a handful of people laughing for no reason. Yeah. And just like really wanting it to be the room. Yeah, it's like this forced laughter. Yeah. And there was parts where it's just him not deserving any laughs, him being a good dramatic actor. And and that's the problem now with poor old Nick Cage is that he's working a lot. He's doing his thing. But when he's not being funny, people think he's being... Not everybody. Like yeah. it, it was like four people in the crowd. But it's just annoying enough to kind of be like... Like, leave Nick Cage alone. When I saw Mandy here, there, there was that scene where 
you know, his his wife has been murdered. Right. And he has that meltdown in the washroom. For sure. And, and it, people were laughing. Oh, and I'm absolutely. like, well, this, this isn't funny. Yeah. And, but I mean, and it's like, you know, if he wasn't wearing tidy whiteies, it would probably be easier not to laugh. But like, but yeah, like that's not a funny scene. Yeah. But it's an odd scene, I guess, in some ways. And, and so it's so weird. And then there are like, there's moments in that movie that are like dark comedy in a way as well. So but yeah, no, it's too bad. I just really hope your friend didn't, that I wasn't one of the people that, because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I swear you. to God, I'm not a bad, like, I, I love his acting, but, but it is, it is weird when there's a movie like that, that has deliberate comedy moments. And then later it doesn't yeah. because then you've got, people are like, okay, yeah, yeah, here we go. But then it, it pulls back and you're like, well, now, uh, you know, it's nervous laughter almost at that point. Well, his next, not, I don't, he's always doing six movies at a time <laughs> yeah. next week, but he has one coming up where he's playing himself trying to get a job in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, March 2021 now. They've given it an actual date. So. And so is that... Does Quentin Tarantino have anything to do with that? I, I doubt it, but I really hope... He's got to be in it. I really hope he is. Like, why wouldn't he, right? Like, it's you got to think those guys love each other, you know? Like, Cause, And is that going to be a JCVD-esque like serious film yeah, i think i think like kind of adaptation jcvd ish yeah. like because you ha you can't do a premise like that straight i don't think i mean not entirely he straight. did an interview where he talked about that movie and he really liked it yeah it was, well i mean i, so think I can see him doing him. something akin to that mm -hmm. well and he's just at this perfect uh, area in his career right now where he can kind of just pull off anything and and i really think like this i say it every year but he's got so many cool projects coming out this year that you know, I, it's great to see that that Cage Renaissance. You know, or if, I, I thought he never went away personally, but that's just me. So the other cool thing we had happen this week was we had a film crew come in on Monday and all day. I, I got here at seven a.m. Yeah, Anya tag teamed me out at six, and then Lee came in at midnight. Jeez, yeah, film no, they don't mess around, man. God, like that's the biggest thing. You know, I might go back one day. I might do other projects. I'm kind of distracted with Mayfair and writing comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. So I still get my creative side doing comics and doing some writing. But it's just those hours. Like, they got here. Some of them got here at 7 a.m. And then we're cleaning up at, you know, 1 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm sure they had to go to work again the next day. And it's like a 15-day shoot over. I, somebody told me it was 15 days over whatever. They get probably like a Saturday off in between here and there or something like mm -hmm. that. But so much work yeah it's not even that just that one day that i was an extra was draining because you just most of it's just sitting in, yeah and doing nothing and then and then standing and doing nothing when they're actually filming i guess yeah <laughs> making movies isn't that fun movies are cool mm. and this was a relatively small budget thing this was like a tv movie like a i don't know if it was hallmark per se but it was a hallmark-esque romantic -esque. tv movie yeah, yeah that, what's the other card company like carlton uh, carlton is <laughs> a carlton movie do they have a channel i don't yeah, know i hope so anya drove by earlier in the day and texted me and she was kind of flabbergasted of how much of the neighborhood they took over because oh. there was two or three trucks on bank street in front of us euclid which is like a small street beside us was packed with cars they had lights at the front to make the candy bar look like daytime oh, right so there was lights on the street <laughs> so like you could like and then like you know s signs up saying house of targ was their holding area for their extras right so it said like extras movie in here so this small little production like a 15 day shoot whereas like some movies are 90 day shoots you know really took over the neighborhood mm -hmm. and i told her i was like yeah if this was if this had been you know a spielberg movie it would be four times as many trucks yeah. and it wouldn't be a day of shooting here. It would have been a week of shooting in here. 
just at a snail's pace. But it was funny because if anybody remembers that Simpsons episode where they're shooting at the Simpsons house mm-hmm. and they just it's like a grip just like hammering the wall <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. The first thing that the poor person is that they had to empty out a bunch of stuff from the candy bar just to props and things. And there's a big cinema that Lee's son oh, Max built. <laughs> and she said, we'll be really careful, but can it, can we move this just to get it out of the way and we'll put it somewhere safe? And I said, oh, yeah, sure. And three seconds later, she dropped it and it broke. Wow. And I'm the most laid back Zen person. So I was just kind of like, well, that happened, you know. And she was all apologetic. And I said, like, well, it's Lego, you know. Yeah. So, But there couldn't be a better metaphor than letting a movie shoot into your house or place of work than them smashing a Lego representation of your place, oh, like God. a movie theater. I wonder how Lee would have reacted if he was you. Like, had he been yeah. standing there? Because, like, that's... Man, that would cry. My kid put this together, yeah. and you're like, I'll, I'll be real careful, honest. Yeah, and smash. Like, God, that's... Uh, yeah, that's But that's crazy. like a film crew. Like, they come in, and, you know, it, it's, it's letting 40 extras and 20 crew members and a bunch of lights, and it's just... You know, they're, they're a bit of a bull in a china shop, you yeah. know. They're all very nice. They're all very cool. But it was just, that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's was... just chaos. Like controlled chaos, but not always controlled is what it sounds like. And you're right about the poor extras is that they were held at Targ yeah. with the torture of none of the games are on or no pierogies for anybody. Cr- and, and there was like 18 kids, I think. Yeah, it must have been like 40 extras, 30. I don't know, a just, bunch. Man, what do you? that's the most... Like, you get to be in a movie, but you're also in an arcade all day with no arcade games. Yeah, and you're just sitting there for two <laughs> hours reading a book, and then, okay, come over here and sit in a movie theater seat for a while. Yeah, it's it's not... The first hour or two is not so bad. It's after that where you're just like, yeah, this is this is happening, eh? We're just, yeah. we're just here, eh? And at least they were inside, <laughs> but, like... You were outside, right? I mean, for the whole thing, we were inside. But then when they took us to yeah. the set, it was like we all pile in a in a like literal yellow bus, and they take us there, and then you stand outside, yeah. And then and that's the thing. So then between takes, you don't know how long it's going to be. Like, I mean, it could be twenty minutes, it could be five, and just there's so much. It's crazy to watch. There's just so many moving parts, and you got to have the corral guy who's trying to keep control of every element and everything. Yeah. Like, so if around November, December 2020, you see a Christmas movie on the Hallmark Channel or something like that, yeah, and you're going to recognize the Mayfair from its color because they're in the candy bar, but the painted walls and the movie posters, oh, you'll see that. That's very recognizable. And then in the cinema, it might not stand out because it's you know a darkened cinema. I don't think they got a shot of like the balconies or the clocks or anything, but... Mm. I'm curious to see. Someone's like, oh, are you going to have it at the Mayfair? I was like, well, probably not because it's a TV movie. Yeah, it would have to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I want to watch it after hours. Alone. I do too. I hope, maybe, <laughs> I hope maybe they come here for like a rap party or something. Yeah. But I think TV film crews don't get the respect of a rap party, yeah, <laughs> I think. Not so. really. And I think we'd, we'd have to actually like arrange it and offer it probably. Yeah. But no, I'm definitely, I'm intrigued. Did they leave some of the props in the candy bar? They left, I saw a bunch of candles. Bounty, bounty paper towels. Oh. Wow. I think they left some candles and stuff and, and. But they didn't like, I mean like some, like our props, did they leave? Oh, some of no, the... no, no. They they actually did a decent job of that, of removing and putting back all our toys essentially. Wow. Yeah, because we they... were talking about that. Like, is this so yeah. much copyrighted stuff? Like. Yeah. So they, they took pictures of everything, took uh-huh. it down, put it back up. Oh, so, wow. God. Yeah. What a nightmare. I'm so glad I didn't have that job on set. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, okay, so let us briefly talk about the 7th through the 13th 
2020. We mentioned that Jojo Rabbit, Bombshell, and Parasite are all back. For actual Oscar Day, those are the three movies. Oh, we have nice. three Oscar-nominated films leading up to our Oscar ceremony Oh, wild. at uh, 8 o'clock. Doors at 7 for that. What's playing right before the Oscars? Parasite. Is, Parasite. Is nice? There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> See, it'll be interesting because a lot of people don't want to stay and watch the Oscars here. They want to be in the comfort of their home. Mm. So there's time to watch Parasite. Yeah. And then there's like an hour-plus <laughs> bumper of the red carpet stuff. So you can totally still get home in time to watch the ceremony to watch itself. Parasite win all the awards. I hope so. Then we'll just have it for like 16 weeks. <laughs> yeah, it never stops. Uh, I saw Bombshell. It was very good. You know, one of those tough movies where it's you're not going to watch it again and again, but yeah. all the actresses are very impressive in it. Jojo Rabbit, I think, is amazing. Yeah, I haven't it, seen it, it yet. It staggers me that there's people out there who don't like Jojo Rabbit, who don't kind of get it, you know? Yeah. Some pretty big places, I, I've noticed like two-star reviews, and I'm like, wow, that's... Hmm. Yeah. This is not a pro-Hitler movie just I, because Hitler's in it. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, so then our new films coming up are Clemency with Alfie Woodard. Every year there's people saying stuff was snubbed. A lot of people are saying her performance in this movie is better than anybody else's this year. Wow. And the whole movie was got zero nominations. Yeah, Midsummer got snubbed too, so I know what it's like. But it did get the Sundance Grand Jury Prize. It just happens. There, there's only so many nominations and there's more movies being made than ever. Yeah. And if you're a little independent movie that doesn't have a budget for advertising and sending people screeners and <laughs> stuff like that, swag, <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to get forgotten. I, I said I loved Peanut Butter Falcon, but I wasn't oh, yeah. really under an illusion I it was going to get Oscar that. nominations. A it, lot of people thought that was going to be up for like all the awards. It was so good. Man. Yeah. But zero nominate. But, you know, it's like in the grand scheme of it, I'm not yeah. going to like it less because it got no nominations. Yeah. It just that happens every year. Yeah. Every year you go back and there's little indie films that don't get. Yeah. Honey Boy as well. Like, he yeah. really, he oh, really yeah. got snubbed this year. A double snubbing. <laughs> then our Ottawa premiere this week is Come to Daddy starring Elijah oh, Wood. Yeah. Looks really cool. Oh, man. I told, I've been so busy. I totally forgot that that was happening. I like Elijah. He's like him. Him and Harry Potter, both of them. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. His <laughs> yeah, name's yeah. Harry That's Potter. Harry Potter. As we've uh, established, we refer to people by the art that they created. <laughs> yeah, but they both did the giant franchises, and in the aftermath, have done nothing but weird little movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I still, I'm still blown away by uh, his Sin City performance. Like, and, yeah. and, and he really kind of, I felt he kind of expanded on that in Maniac as well. It was like somewhat similar like just that darkness that nobody really saw from elijah wood where you're like wow this is like the good son but you're the other son well then and then he and his pals at specter vision are bringing us great stuff like girl walks home alone at night cooties and of course mandy obviously and color out of space obviously and i think another nick cage coming up that they're gonna do i don't know they definitely want to and i mean and i think they must love us i mean like yeah we we, showed everything (laughs) from them yeah and it does well and we love them so yeah keep sending us stuff but it's a good example of like somebody who could have probably gone more mainstream and isn't. Yeah. You know, I bet you at one point his agents were like, no, go do that romantic comedy. Go do that sitcom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm going to do Maniac. Yeah, because he has, you know, he's a good looking guy and he's got the charm, you know, but it's it's definitely, uh, I mean, the trailer for this one looks great. Like it just, and unpredictable as well. And shot in Canada. I don't Ooh. know where, but I know it's Canadian. Oh, that's great. We love that. And then coming up, we have for Valentine's Day, we have Casablanca and Crybaby. 
On Family Day, we have a free 10 a.m. screening of Grease. Oh. No one's going to come to that. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm so sad to miss that. I'll be People in LA for that free. one. People love free. I immediately looked at the day and I was like, oh, thank God I'm not going to be like, I mean, they're fun screenings, but they're crazy. They're like, crazy. It's just packed. Well, I just love it because, you know, this is a rental. Like, we did not pick this film for Family Day. And I think Grease is <laughs> the most non kid-friendly yeah, kid movie I, I forgot about that. ever we've, we've talked about this too and it's funny is the same people did a rental with us maybe two years ago three years ago and did grease right and i don't think there was complaints or anything because i think most kids can go see that and it's just it's nice and bright right. and colorful yeah, and the songs are great you don't think about the lyrics like they don't notice that stuff. and then just between the lines where you're like wait a minute what's that song about <laughs> wait a minute what's that guy talking about yeah it's just oh god it's cr- i remember watching it with my dad when i was a kid and like you know, and I was like, oh, I was a kid. I mean, I always say a kid covers like so much yeah. ground, but it, I was old enough that I knew what was happening and what the lyrics were. And um, it's just, ah, oh, it's your parents. And yeah. I think it's one of those movies that if you see by yourself or with your friends when you're like 10, it's totally fine. And then you see it again as a grown up, and you're like, whoa, wait yeah. a minute. And the songs are still good, obviously, but like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a little creepy. This is a little much. But but come out to see it. It is a great yeah, family no, film. No, it's going to be packed because people love free, but just, it's, it's very interesting that of all the million family films to pick, they pick the one that, especially in this day and age, might be a little bit more offensive, not yeah. a great representation of the female characters, you yeah. know? Maybe this is the one that, that, that they're like, no, nah, maybe not Grease again. And teenagers booing. Boo. Yeah. It's like, we really pushed it too far. But having said that, it's really great music. Like, the music is really good. Yeah. It's of that era of kind of came on the heels of, of American Graffiti, mm. stuff like Happy Days. That era was real. Anybody who thinks nostalgia is a new thing is like, no, people always love a couple decades before them. Yeah, definitely. And it was John Travolta in his first big, because it was like that, and then 10 years later was Look Who's Talking, and then a few years later was Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and Staying Alive. Uh, Staying Alive. Yeah, Another movie that people classic. forget is not PG. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah I, I just find it funny, like Saturday Night Fever is its own thing, and then Staying Alive, it's like, why aren't we talking about this? Oh, uh, it's not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll show that next family day. Ha <laughs> Okay, let's wrap this up because I'm going to go get half-price pierogies at House of Tar. Oh, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday. Week, you can bring Emily home some half-price pierogies. Would right, that work? That could be a game changer. You can, get, you can get a large pierogi for 10 bucks. But then she'll be like, well, this is too much. And then tomorrow, and then later on tonight, I'll be like, huh, leftover pierogies. <laughs> I believe like, I'm allowed to have these. Did you eat my pierogies? Oh, God, this isn't going well for me. Okay, so you can find us at MayfairTheater.ca. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah, visit our friends at House of Targ. And check back in soon. We'll have a bunch of more cool movies to announce momentarily. More Oscar stuff coming, I'm sure. Silent film coming up. Maybe Cats. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> We're, this will be a good time to get it because all my friends are going to see it tonight. So oh. if we could announce it next week, that would be hilarious to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and check in with us on Like Us and Retweet Us and stuff. I've been noticing a lot of new faces mm. on the various social medias and yeah. on, the, on, the, uh, on our posts of people liking us and saying nice things. Love it. Which is cool. Because yeah, as yeah. I said, it's neat when someone I don't know is actually listening. Yeah, yeah. We need that ego stroke to <laughs> yeah. keep going. Okay, thanks, everybody. Bye. See you bye, soon bye. at the Mayfair. Bye. Wives like popcorn, right? I yeah, really... just bring her like five or six bags of popcorn. I really need something to get me out of this hole. <laughs> this is John Travolta. This is Olivia Newton-John.
Now showing at the Gold Circle, Mount Lookout, Village, Westwood, and Newport Cinemas, and the Auto Inn, Lake, Highway 28, and Mount Healthy Drive-Ins, and other area theaters. John Wayne and the Flying Leathernecks, Saturday night at 11.30.